You're listening to Hawks Insiders, the home of all things brown and gold on the internet. Subscribe to our Substack for more Hawks coverage. For the first practice matches in the book, intra-club game, uh, first impressions? Scratchy. Uh, good to get it out of the way. There were some moments of real quality, I think. Uh, some bursts off half-back and um, some switches in board and through the guts, but there's a lot of turnovers. There was a lot of contest footy. Um, yeah, and then after half-time, it was just hard to know who was on which team, to be honest. Uh, lots of chopping and changing. Um, but I think, I think probably the biggest thing is you could take something away from every single draftee that the Hawks brought in this year, and they, they all did something good at various stages of the game. Yeah, let's go through them quickly. So the first one was um, McKenzie. Yeah, I thought he was probably the pick of the draftees and, and, and showed why he was pick seven. Used the ball really well, got into good areas, good in tight, uh, and just looked like he could fit into a midfield unit and be a link in the chain. Uh, Weddle, uh, I thought he was quiet, but he, a couple of the, high, the real highlight passages of play he was front and centre of. Yeah, he started started really slow, built into the game. Uh, last quarter and a half, two quarters, got a bit more of it, a couple of sidesteps, a couple of bounces, used the ball well. So uh, he, he built his game over the course of the, the, the five quarters. Um, Husswait, the one I liked, it's some really nice, nice hands working close. Yeah, really good. And look, that was that was the uh, the one wood for him in his draft year was that his uh, contested work in, in in tight was good. And he and Mackenzie actually in the first half helped the Brown team, which was the possibles, uh, probably win in the stoppages. So um, he was very good in tight. And uh, Bailey McDonald showed a bit of dash at one stage and brought a few oohs and ahs from the crowd. Very, very, very quick. Uh, if he learns how and when to use that, that's a real weapon off half-back in, for Box Hill initially and then you know, hopefully for the Hawks with some development. And Jack O'Sullivan? Did some really good things, yeah. Um, played mainly played forward, forward, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, and look, he's drafted as an inside mid who can play forward and the Hawks did say they wanted to use him there. And yeah, he, I mean, he took a hanger in the last quarter. He um, kicked, I think he kicked two goals uh, over the course of the game, but he just was involved. He did some really good things and was a bit of a surprise packet. So the two recruits who played from other clubs, two, two of the three who played for, I guess, the, the probables in the first half, mm. which was the goal team, was Lloyd Meek. And uh, he showed he could be a handful. Yeah, definitely, especially in tandem with uh, with Ned Ned Reeves. Um, they often had one resting forward and one in the ruck, and he's big, he's powerful, he moves really well across the ground. He doesn't look like a ruckman as much as he looks like just a really big body that can get around. So uh, he caused problems in marking contests all day. Carl Lamont probably didn't get out of second or third gear for most of it, but he just that smooth moving outside midfielder like desperately need. Yeah, cruised around, uh, picked up the footy, went when he needed to go, used the ball really well. I don't think he turned it over. Um, yeah, look, he's going to be a really good pickup, uh, despite what some people think. Game plan, hard to work out too much. Uh, a couple of times, there was uh, quick handballs out of defensive transition and some really quick ball movement through the midfield, but that's something we didn't see last year. Yeah, I, th- I think they want to try to use the corridor where they can, but you know, if you don't pull that off, it, you, you open yourself up for turnovers. So they used the flanks, and then whenever they saw a, a, a 45 kick into the guts, they tried to take it on. And uh, for the Brown team, when they did it, sometimes it didn't work. And for the Gold team, most of the times when they did it, they had better ball users, so, um, so it worked for them. Uh, forward line, what do you make of it so far? Uh, well... I'm pretty sure Cozzy kicked one six and possibly one out on the full. So, 
you know, the, to me that's a positive and a negative. You want him to be converting those goals, but the, he's getting the opportunities. His marking was good today. Um, you know, I'd like to see him against Geelong, see what he see what he does next week. But uh, there's a big, big burden and a lot of pressure on his shoulders this year. The the second ruck's going to help him, uh, just as a bigger body. Uh, but yeah, Bruce is Bruce is going to do Bruce things. Um, you know, they'll get to add Chad Wingard into this mix and. Um, you know, some of the younger blokes showed a couple of bits and pieces. Butler with his defensive pressure, Brockman with his silky skills. It's the first uh, game of footy for Brockman for 18 months, which we have to remember. Yeah, that's right. And I probably went a bit harsh on him as we were chatting earlier, Ash. But, um, yeah, he did some things that you thought, yeah, there's, there's clearly talent there. Just got to get the body right and the mind right and get him in there. So, so a couple of second-year players, a few of the second-year players, or young ones to get a bit excited about. Thought Josh Ward, uh, if Dominic. Dylan Moore loves a goal, Josh Ward loves a step. Doesn't he? He was... So he was the loudest player on the park today, and you can obviously hear everything being so close to the action. But he calls for everything. I think sometimes even when he's not in a good position to receive it. But what it does do is it means that his voice is in the front of people's um, minds. So whenever he is free, he gets the ball, and he works bloody hard to get it too. And and Connor McDonald was involved in everything good that his team, whatever it was on the depending on when he was moved, every time he was involved in a good chain, uh, good things happen. So. Yeah, so James Sicily, he sort of cruised around, looked okay, playing in the back line, didn't uh, particularly have to extend himself in a game like this. He missed, missed out. He sat out pretty much all of the last quarter. Uh, James Blank was uh, solid down back. A couple of uh, ordinary disposals coming out of the back, but he is that big body. I just think he has to play, the big body defender. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we don't, we just don't have him. Like, even Frost is probably our next biggest body in the back line, but he's more an athletic big, whereas Blank is uh, one of those guys you can put on the gorilla forwards, and, and we don't really have those. So you take a, the odd turnover here and there if, you know, if that's what it means for that defensive uh, strength that, that Blank brings. And two question marks going into the season that the supporters can know about. James Warpool, we, we watched him closely. He uh, it was good again, the good and the bad, a couple of some nice work in close. Decision making with ball in hand, again, a bit questionable at times. Yeah, decision making and also execution of his uh, foot skills. Uh, he turned it over a fair bit. One stage um, he turned over three times in about five minutes. Yeah. Look, the positive, if, you, if you're an optimist, you look at it, you go, he's getting his hands on the footy in good areas. Um, but the reality is, uh, over the course of this season, those with bad decision-making, bad skills are going to get weeded out of this team. So he's going to want to improve on that in the next hit-out down in his hometown at Geelong. And Denver Granger Barras. Yeah, unlucky for Denver today because he was in the, despite what uh, Kingy tweeted, he was in the possibles team, not the probables team, uh, which was the those hoping to get into the first team. And he was up against the resting Ruckman a lot yeah, of the lot, time. Yeah. And he's not he's not the body shape to be able to take on a Meek and a Reeves. So he was on a hiding to nothing. But, you know, there was a few good spoils. Um, he's aggro. I love the aggression that he brings. He started a melee at halftime, just making Conor McDonald earn it. Uh, and, yeah, I think, you know, that sort of aggression's fantastic. Now it's just about getting that confidence in him to be able to take on the stronger opposition. There's some good footage I think Channel 10 had of the halftime melee, which we picked up by a lot of people saying that they're not a happy team in Hawthorne. But I suspect the feeling amongst the people here was they love to see it. Absolutely. And I think the coaching staff and, and the players will say the same thing. I think, you know, Ash, we talked about it at halftime. The, the Hawks just look like they're really keen to hit some other bodies um, and not just their mates. So, um, you know, a bit of aggro, but the right kind of aggro, you know, just standing up for your mates, standing up for yourself, that sort of thing. You're going to see that in games. And we don't want a, a friendly, happy team. We, we want a, a happy team that, you know, goes in hard. The unsociable Hawks need to come back. So. And it gives you 3-2-1. Admittedly hard an intra-club game, but 
I ask you anyway. Very, very hard. Uh, Dylan Moore was my best on ground. Um, Josh Ward in second, and I'm going to say Will Day uh, and Connor McDonald splitting that last single vote. And who of the draftees do you think has a chance to play round one, based on what you've seen today? Uh, based on what I've seen, Cam McKenzie looks the most ready. Um, Hustwaite probably impressed me a bit more than I expected, but I think he probably spends some time at Box Hill. Um, it's very early, so the next two hitouts will be a clearer indicator, but, uh, but McKenzie, uh, definitely the clear standout today. Okay, that's our report from Intra Club. See you soon on Hawks Insiders. Thanks, Daddy. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening to Hawks Insiders. Head to our Substack for more quality analysis, special features, news, interviews, and so much more.